Welcome to Christian Warrior Talk, proudly presented by Christian Warrior Mission. Hosted by former Navy SEAL, SWAT officer, and atheist, now a warrior for Jesus Christ, Pastor Jason Perry. This is more than just a podcast. It's a spiritual vanguard where we intentionally set aside the hustle of our daily lives to come together. We gather to study the Bible, share in heartfelt prayer, and engage in meaningful discussions about all things Christian, homesteading, prepping, and self-defense. Lock shields with us, and together, we will hold the line. And now, let's meet your host, Pastor Jason Perry. It ends now, right? The Second Amendment wasn't there to hunt. The Second Amendment isn't there for self-defense. The Second Amendment there was written to, to overthrow governments, if need be, yeah. right? If tyranny should rise. And I'm not, I want it to be a peaceful protest, but I'm here saying that we need to go there. All this talking and nothing. Go there, 30 million strong with our firearms and saying, listen, we're done. You need to fix this. We're not leaving until you fix it. Like staying there until they fix it. You are listening to Patriot Crusader Mission, where Christian warriors are forged. Sponsored by Patriot Crusader Mission Patreon page. Join us and become the Christian warrior you are called to be. Strengthen on us. Strengthen on us. Strengthen on us. my signal. Unleash hell. Do or do not. There is no try. All right. Hey, everyone. Um, thanks for joining us back there. I think we worked out our technical difficulties. And uh, welcome to Patriot Crusader Mission Live. Uh, we had to um, come on and uh, and talk about some of the biggest news uh, of, about censorship to ever that I've ever heard about. It made me realize that we're living in a completely different world, and uh, made me very concerned for all of our no future. The land of the free. Still yeah, we're no brave. longer in a, <laughs> in a free world anymore, I guess, or in a free country. Um, YouTube, as of today, is not allowing anyone to talk about um, any of the election fraud or anything other than Joe Biden's president. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we were literally getting ready to come on air, and we saw the breaking headline come through about it, and uh, it kind of threw us for a loop a little bit as far as what what can we say now that has any chance of not being deleted. Right. Um, I mean, we get so shadow banned anyways because of the information we bring to you guys and the topics we talk about, meaning that, you know, we get, we put stuff out there and I get notified that, you know, Facebook is decreasing our reach. Um, You know, YouTube won't let me boost ads. Facebook won't let me boost our channel. I mean, we're literally fighting our battle on this uh, against the left and which is Facebook and YouTube and Google and, you know, and all the rest, except for the new platforms that we're on with both hands tied behind our back and our feet shackled. Uh, it's hard enough to grow a channel um, out there with all the competition. It's impossible to grow a channel um, when, you can't, when, you, when you can't get anything out and when you can't <laughs> yeah. talk about anything yeah. that your people want to hear about. Thank you, Deb, for letting us know you we look and sound good. Yeah, I'm going to take my headphones off now. But, you know, it, um, it's, it's a sad, terrifying day, you know, 
I mean, my stomach fell out. I mean, we were watching, we were in the middle, I was in the middle of watching Steve Bannon's War Room, and that came out, and they're like, well, we know we're going to be a target of that. And within minutes, they took him down. It's, it's, Which has been my go-to for information. Yeah, well, I think that's what they're concerned about. I mean, fortunately, he seems to have a number of other streaming platforms right now that people can hop over to. But um, it's pretty amazing to watch in real time this kind of censorship come out. Um, it really rocks you back and uh, makes you take a hard look at kind of what are we, what's going on right now? Where are we? Um, and and what hope is left if if they're being this brazen now and this bold in cutting completely cutting off voices? I mean, before like with the Facebook um, fact check messages and stuff, we can look past that. You can still choose to look at the content mm-hmm. and take it for what it is, and just say, okay, the the fake fact checkers are saying that what I'm reading is false, whatever. But now the fact that they won't even you don't even have that option of seeing that content or hearing that content in any kind of way. It's um, it really blows your mind and it's a very scary place to be. And it's like, what is next? If you can't, how are people going to communicate or get out any other kind of point of view other on these smaller platforms that, I mean, those audiences are smaller. That's just the nature of the beast right now. Well, we haven't made one penny on anything we've done. It's been a black hole of, of money, time and effort, but you know, we get messages from our viewers all the time saying, you know, thank you. And, you know, and that and it means a lot to us for that. Yeah. You know, I mean, because it's, it's we're not serving even about a purpose. the money right now. It's, it's, it's more about the, the, the country that we want to live in. Point of view, the opinions. Um, you know, God forbid you have a different opinion. That's, I mean, that's what the whole, that's what we're supposed to be able to do. And um, for that to just be completely cut off now, um, what, because information's dangerous. That's their philosophy. Well, I just remember, I mean, I grew up in Massachusetts, one of the most liberal places in America, which is why the modern Democrat party is not liberal. Mm -hmm. They're not liberal. Liberal is for free speech. Liberal is for Nazis being able to say Nazi stuff and hate speech and everything else that they want. That is what a liberal is that the debate of free ideas. I bet if you ask someone who says that they're a liberal now, they would probably be in the camp of, no, you cannot say hate things. Right. That they're, they're, so, but they're not but liberals they anymore. They were free speech, meaning that you can say anything other than fire in a crowded theater if it's not there. Mm-hmm. Something that was imminently dangerous to yeah. to uh, someone's well-being. And that's not what they are anymore. They are corporatists. They become the corporatists. Everything's an HR. Everything's about your identity and identity politics and dividing everyone into tribes and turning them against each other. And this is just another case of that. And it's, you know, China is is winning this war right now. China is influenced like Twitter and Facebook and Google all cave to China. Mm -hmm. They censor everything inside of China. They censor, you know, meaning on the free speech in there. And now they're doing the same here. Um, and it is, um, it's terrible. And you, you take that, you take, you know, Google, I don't even think it's an American company. It's like an Indian company. CEO is from India, right? I think so. I'm not sure what citizenship. At least it's, and, and, at a minimum, it's an international company. Yeah. And now you have them affecting our daily life here, you know, the elections and everything else. And it's, uh, it's a terrifying place. And, you know, I do not know how. I mean, 
in back in the eighties, Google's building would be on fire by now. Like there would be people streaming there and it would be liberals mm. that would be going there to protest, protest that. I remember being on the liberal side because I listened to gangster rap and heavy metal mm. and the right was trying to censor all this, the free speech on all these contests right. on all the, on gangster rap and, F the police and all that stuff and heavy metal was satanic and all those things. And they were trying to censor that. And I was on the opposite side. Then now to hear, you know, the left just doesn't want any competition of ideas. And now, you know, you can all, for for some of the things you could sit there and say, Hey, they're not going to let us, you know, incite violence or say some things that will incite violence. And I you know, you, you can at least understand that, but there is no logic behind them not allowing political dissent on an election where all this evidence is out there, you know, that they are literally, you know, trying to well, as you said, it, not I mean, put out a counterpoint. It, it must mean that there's a concern that we're getting closer. Um, you know, I mean, these cases are ramping up and they might be getting closer to showing something other than Biden's the president and, um, you know, and, and so now they're trying to completely shut it down. But, um, I mean, we're going to get censored for even <laughs> dabbling into this topic. But, um, I mean, how crazy is that? We can't have a conversation with you guys, our friends, and our supporters about anything we want anymore. Yeah. Without, you know, them coming in and putting a speech-to-text parser into our thing and checking. You wouldn't believe how hard it is for me to boost any post I got to go through and edit and do so many things and play so many Jedi mind tricks just to be able to push my post out to reach more people. Cause they're so afraid of our ideas of being a Christian conservative. Yeah. I mean, to, the, the last video that we did of where should you move if you want to Google wouldn't let me push a, that out. Strong red state with, you know, God fearing morals. And um, yeah, I mean, it was a, a whole you had to try multiple variations of getting that video up without it being blocked. I still can't boost that video on uh, on Google and YouTube to this day. Still can't. Yeah, you know. And I've submitted multiple appeals and did all that stuff. So me telling you the top ten things that you should look for when relocating and fleeing, you know, um, a lifestyle that you don't want to live. Meaning the the, the left, bad. <laughs> right? It is yeah. too dangerous and must be suppressed at all cost. Because I'm coaching people on how to retaliate to fight back in a peaceful manner. I think that this is going to you know their whole like, uh, yay Biden won. It's now all going to be fluffy puppies and unicorns, and we're going to hug it out as a country and unite. How do oh, that's that out this the window. Action is going to uh, make anyone want to do that. Like. Yeah, I saw a video right before we came on air of a black female politician in in um, Michigan mm-hmm. calling for violence against Trump supporters and saying, "You people in the military, you know what to do. Do it right." Oh, jeez. And um, saying that Trump supporters are on a list. Yeah, and they were like, "How in the heck do you walk this back?" Yeah. Right. Like how she's in office for one second after saying what she said Which as a politician, but uh, yeah, so, you know, it just. I mean, it was the strongest terms I've heard of go out there and do it, you know. Take care of it. Yeah. Wow. 
you know, and coming from a politics, like someone in a position. Yeah, of I mean, commentary is commentary, and, yeah. and and talk show hosts and sure. and all that stuff is one thing. But when you're elected by the people and taxpayers are paying for that, yeah, mm-hmm. I just can't believe where we're at. Has not been condemned by Biden. People that, you know. Well, it was so fresh. I don't know. We'll have to see what it turns into, you know. But it won't. Yeah. Because why? Because it's tied to their side. Yeah. Right? And, uh, you know, that's people want to know why Trump supporters fight so hard for Trump. It's because we're hated by everyone else, and he's the only one who's ever bothered to fight for us. Mm -hmm. You know? And, um, you know, it's just crazy because without the alternative news that's out there, we would be as misinformed as your mom on your phone call yesterday. You want to talk about that? Yeah. My parents, they're the the 30 minutes of nightly news, like NBC or something like that. Um, And and the headlines on their MSNBC Google browser or whatever pops up as far as their default page. Um, And that's what they get. That's what they form their opinions off of. And she, she dabbles around asking kind of political questions, but then she doesn't want to talk about it and brought it up yesterday, um, kind of what I thought about all of the um, contesting of the election that's going on. And I said, I think it's perfectly legitimate and reasonable that until we get satisfactory answers on on what is going on or what happened, I think it's perfectly within the Trump campaign's right to do what they're doing. And, you know, she horrified that uh, she had a family member her precious daughter without opinion. Um, yeah. You know, but then, and I said, I, if you're willing to look for that information, it's out there. Cause she was saying, you know, they haven't shown any evidence to back it up. I said, well, they actually really have. Um, and they're not also going to release it all to the media. Um, and I said, if you're willing to look, she said, well, I've looked as much as I want to. And that right there kind of, t- you know, um, and then the conversation got shut down. Um, but she was, She's br- said the whole thing of, I just want this all to be over and for us to all unite again. And said, it, Well, you did the exact day, opposite of what you needed for to, that. To one side of the country for the last four years, if they think that everything's just going to be forgotten now, I said, It's highly optimistic, is the nicest way that I can frame it. Yeah, and it would be different if it was an election without any, you know, like I, I think I saw some stats that one guy was talking about the odds of Biden being a. Being able to do what he did last night, we're like four quadrillion yes. to one. Yeah, I saw that as well. And yeah, you know, coming out, and yeah, this is just not, it, not you know, if it, and if there wasn't so much evidence that this was stolen and that this was um, an attack on America by China, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is. You know, it's so funny. It's that the left has been screaming about Russia, 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 Russia. Mm-hmm. Russia doesn't have the money to pay for what China does. China owns the world, and they're just behind them. Russia just knows that uh, they're going to benefit from whatever China does. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We'll just just ride on the coattails here. We're good. And um, And China loves that Russia's getting the blame for it. Nice little scapegoat country. It's, you know, and I I had, you know, somebody was saying that, you know, news was dead, and I had said a, a compliment saying, News on NBC, CBS, and, you know, Fox, all that's dead. Mm-hmm. But we were in a, a renaissance media um, time for social media, yes. meaning that, you know, the smaller citizen journalists mm-hmm. who are not corrupted by money or special interest, and now, and, and now they're being, to- they were too effective that they're being shut down. Yeah. 
that you know louder with Crowder and you know Ben Shapiro and Steve That's Bannon. What I was saying. There's a lot of people out here after today who are going to be scrambling on you know what. Yeah, most of them are all on their podcast. Yeah. Like even Bannon is more on yeah. his podcast. But what's going to stop them from doing that? Like right. your Google, so your Google, your Amazon, your Facebook, you're the richest companies in the world. Why don't you just buy them out and then enforce your policies there? The only one who can stop that is the government. Well, there's going to be, a, I mean, they're all within the social media tech world. So there's going to be this kind of snowball pressure that even if they're not bought out by the big companies, um, they're inevitably going to, I'm sure, cave to just follow suit um, other than the ones that were created as this alternative platform. Sure. So Larry asked, what's our thoughts on the Supreme Court uh, with Texas lawsuit? All I got to do is say thank God for Texas and um, thank God for the states that joined them. I don't know who they are. I heard there was maybe five states that have have piled on. Those five states are really important. If you haven't watched our new video, um, our video from last week, which was the top 10 tips on where to move, I would be looking at the states that threw in with Texas because this might be again. It's there's a lot of things going on, but this might be the beginning of you know balkanization of of the country. Mm-hmm. If Texas loses this lawsuit and these states are upset and we're on that as co you know co you know uh, complaints or whatever yeah. the, the word is, that might be the original ones that separate so or file for that. So there are these states that joined Texas in this lawsuit that's going to Supreme Court, but then also. It's Texas is suing. Texas is states, Texas is right? suing the battleground states. And so other Be- states joined in on this suing of these yes. battleground states. So other people signed on with that, and then Trump's team has latched onto that mm-hmm. as well. Uh, Larry, I think it's brilliant. It's you know, and it's well because it instantly you don't have to deal with a lower court because it's state against state. Mm-hmm. It goes right and to the so Supreme this Court. Is a strange concept. Like it- yeah, states sue each other. But, um, but the, I think the, one of the head- and I asked you right before because I saw this headline about um, the Supreme Court and throws out the case uh, trying to get Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania to stop certifying. And I think without understanding the bigger context, which I don't know all of the ins and outs of states doing states and the Supreme Court and all that, it was like, well, shoot, that doesn't sound good. But I think you put it in the context of they couldn't do that one. Because they're now addressing they're addressing something Texas bigger, bigger one. Yeah, that is bigger. That's going to affect right, and it was a good thing for that. And you know, um, the so if you don't understand like the gobbledygook behind what Texas is suing these other states for, Texas is saying they ran a legal election and their results were one scale, and these other states who are out there ran an illegal election, which decreased the validity of their voters. Yeah. So they're arguing on behalf of their population, their voters, and saying that theirs, well, which which is what the whole case is. And that's got nothing to do with Dominion. It's got nothing to do with anything. Mm -hmm. It's got, you have 113% of people voting for Biden when, in in Trump's. So as as a part of this complaint, uh, if the Supreme Court takes it up, they will then have to look into how all of these states operated their elections to see well, whether lot, Texas has... Whether Texas has a case. So the discovery will come in and, and they'll get to see the evidence and they'll get to see all that stuff. And what will happen, what we believe will happen is that, you know, they're going to either throw out, throw out those the um, those states' um, election results yeah. and they'll have to vote to the... Is there an anticipation the, that the timeline of this is going... like That's a big... 
process to you know to take this case. Look at well, and that's things. that's and that's why I think that, again, you know, the thing that really pisses me off is that everyone was surprised about election fraud and all this stuff this year, and no one did anything about it. No, but, I mean, didn't you say, like, Trump did this thing in 2018? Yeah, he did do it in 2018. And if they had actually truly been caught off guard, that there's no way they could have put some of this stuff in place. Right, yes, the executive order we signed in 2018 is a big help for what we're going through right now. But the problem is, is that we have these deep state or rhinos. We have corruption within the own, uh, in our party, um, where they, they seek out... And they buy Republicans, mm-hmm. right? And by doing that, they're able to, you know, get that get all of Georgia to use Dominion, which is known to be garbage, right? right? So they target a, a governor. He gets a kickback money. You know, there's all kinds of stuff talking about going on there. Yeah. And they're able to do this. But the problem... The, the Democrats, you must say, they play the long game. They've been playing the long game yeah. with the aid of China and communists for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You know, by taking over the schools in the in the sixties and seventies, all the way to now, where you know you got maybe five percent of schools of that that are conservative. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest are all. Um, oh man, I didn't see this. Well, if it, sorry, finish your thought. Yeah. So since then. You know, the 50s they've been able, or 60s they've been able to take over the schools, and almost all of them are that way now. And then we have short-term rhinos, or we have people who are just greedy, like Paul Ryan, Yeah. right, where they just are all about enriching themselves, and the Democrats are all about gathering power. So this not building a wall and bringing more illegals in benefited the greedy Republicans who just were were serving big business at the time. Because big business was manufacturing then. Yeah. Right. So if you think about how this has worked, big business was all about getting cheap labor in there. Right. But we're now a service industry and now we're a tech industry. So what happened is, is those they got displaced and now we are there. They all work for Silicon Valley and all these big tech. And that has made the Democrat and they're all Democrat and they're all left leaning. So now the Republican business lost its base. Um, lost its power base to business. The Democrats seized it, yeah. right? So they are now the ones controlling social media, controlling media, oh, controlling right. all these yeah. things. And and now you just have these Republicans who play the short-term game of, well, I'm going to get cheaper factory labor. I'm going to get this, that, and the other thing. And, and they totally sold us out. So now you see the end game. Now this is the checkmate that we're all talking about. And I'm sorry this was – I didn't speak clearly or yeah. clearer on this. But is – if they win this, they get the House, they get the Senate. They first thing they do is they get rid of the filibuster, yeah. right? Which means with a simple majority, they can pass anything they ever wanted to pass, and there's no one there to stop it. And then they make Puerto Rico and New York a state right. states. Right. So now we got four more senators in the Senate that'll be Democrats, right. right? And then they immediately make all illegals legal. Yeah, right. Well, there's nothing to stop them. There's literally nothing to stop them. If there is fraud and stuff in the election system that does not get stopped now, obviously they'll continue to use it. They'll probably dial it back to make it a little less obvious. Um, 
but the, the chances of Republicans winning in any kind of meaningful way yeah. after this point would go well downhill. Yeah, and, and Larry, you're you're correct. Um, I believe that they'll get tossed. I so believe a question it'll... from Larry. So if it proves that the battleground states violated their own voting laws and the votes get tossed and Supreme Court tosses it to Congress where each state gets one elector to vote, there will be more Republicans. Christian Warrior Talk is sponsored by Trident Shield, your trusted ally in violence preparedness. Trident Shield safeguards your loved ones with expert training and consulting. Trident Shield, defending faith through preparedness because together we save lives. Yes, in theory, right? It's going to take an extremely courageous, courageous and brave Supreme Court to do that. Is there enough, you know, with Justice Roberts and the rest Amy, of them, you know, and so Amy Coney Barrett and, you know, and the rest of them, yeah. are they going to be able to stand up to the mob? I think that, I mean, being that Amy's the new one that came in, is she going to try to not um, do anything that would seem like she was put in there as a political pawn? Well, and, and I don't think it matters. If it goes 5-4 and she's the break, it doesn't matter. There was four others that went with her. Yeah. Right. But the main thing is, is I don't trust nine people to make any decision. Yeah. Right. The fact that it's nine people, because the deep state can get to anyone. Sure. Whether it's, you know, your kid, your grandkid, you know, you filed your taxes wrong. You made a mistake. You said something when you were in kindergarten that might've been racist, you know, whatever it is, there's just, there's just no limit to what they're willing to do because we let them get away with it. And it all started with Trump in 2016, which is why they had to elect, had to investigate him for so much, yeah. for everything to be so tenacious on him to put him, keep him on defensive, because otherwise he wouldn't want to after them. Yeah. And again, the social media, you know, and I've said this probably every episode, and for those of you who've, who've been watching for a while, you know, I'm sorry. The media is to blame for all this. Right. And the media compromised their morals the day they realized that news could be a moneymaker. And now, you know, Fox News and CNN, MSNBC, all these 24 hour cable news places became moneymakers. And that's when this when they became easily influenced. Yeah. When it used to just be get up there, say the news, just the facts. But when opinion and it kind of started with Rush Limbaugh one of our champions, yeah. he made a lot of money being the, uh, on talk radio as being that. And then they needed counterpoints, and then opinion became that, and then it became TV shows, and then TV shows became channels. And, channel, you know, which... Well, and then, I mean, and you get... The politicians then are becoming media personalities. And so, obviously, then that they're going to bring their politics into the media yeah. with them, and then they become kind of a central component of what that particular channel um, stands for. So... Well, the whole progression there. Yes, Larry, that's the best thing we can do is pray, 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 pray. Pray that the Supreme Court stands its ground and sticks to the Constitution. I pray that with every fiber of my being. Um, you know, and I'm, I just, again, I've lost so much faith in people. You know, um, it, it's quite it's quite sad, really. Um, you know, it's just how, how far we've fallen and, you know, in twelve in in twelve years, because this all started, all the groundwork for this was laid during the Obama administration, where the media totally took their time off, yeah. did nothing, yeah. and conservatives, we were just so busy with our lives that we just let it happen, minding our own business, minding our own business, 
And, um, and that's our problem is we mind our own business. Like right now, Every conservative within th- two within a thousand miles should be marching on YouTube right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean it's going to be very interesting to see if there's any increased kind of lash backlash as um, with this action taken by YouTube today. Whether this is this the straw or does does the back of the Republicans not break? You know, do is the tolerance so high that we stay kind of in our in our place in our box um, as far as you know, people are going to grumble and complain and say it's censorship and all that stuff. But is anything going to happen, or they bank on they bank on us not doing it? They bank on all of us on, on us not doing it, and then they bank on making our lives so much hell that will be inconvenience it's not just, to do it. Yeah. So, like, why is anyone still on Facebook right now? Yeah. Right, Facebook basically cost Facebook and Google made this election even competitive. Mm-hmm. Right, I mean, it just exerted so much. Um interference in this election, whether it be the Hunter Biden story, which has turned out to be all 100% true. And where to go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even like Tucker's not talking about it. He had that huge interview and then it's like, he mentioned it once or twice. Well, I mean, yeah. Oh, Biden won. Uh, So how convenient. Let's not talk about it anymore. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I guess you can only talk about things that nobody cares about for so long. But then there was a big poll that came out saying that Democrats have buyer's remorse. And if they had known about Hunter Biden, they wouldn't have voted for him. And it's like, you know, again, that's the media's problem. You know, like I don't blame your parents have some blame, right? They're in their seventies. They're old school. They've been getting their news from the same places for the past 60 years. Where it used to be trusted and they just kind of got phased into, you know, and then, they, the media flipped on them yes. and the public perception of news flipped on them and then they got propagandized yeah, for so the past so you, it, 12 years. You can say you can't blame them and you can understand why there's these huge sectors of people who believe what they believe right now. Um, but there are, I mean, it's the shame on them for not wanting, caring enough to dig deeper to say is everything that I'm, taking in verifiable um, because there are so many other resources right now where you can say, can I, can I go question and challenge what I'm taking in and accepting as gospel? And if you're not willing to take that step, which I love them, my parents are not willing to take that step um, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and, and so they, they're never going to get uncomfortable with their belief system. You know, and I'm sure I, and I didn't, didn't bring it up in the conversation with my mom yesterday, but I, Afterwards, I said, I, sh- I should have said, did you support the Russia investigation, which, you know, she was being fed from the news for the last four years, that it was a perfectly legitimate um, investigation. And I'm sure she probably would have said yes, or or from what she knew of it. Um, and so, but but you're not going to give 30 days to the to this campaign right now to, to see if anything yeah, is wrong? And the, and the standards are so warped. Russia, they didn't have a real name. They had anonymous sources. They had nothing. Here we have hundreds, if not thousands, of people with sworn affidavits, but yeah. willing to go to jail if they lied, yeah. and all this other stuff, you know, out there. It's, it's just a, such a lopsided it's a reality. Scale thing of how every how the media is telling people Trump has never denounced white supremacy. Yeah, which I can show media, twenty minutes of that footage. It, it's accepted. Ah, Trump's, is, you know, he supports white supremacists. Where if you go and dig, you can find montage after montage after montage of him 
denouncing white supremacy. And this is a bigger scale thing of they haven't put forth any evidence of election fraud. Yeah. And they're just being told that. So, okay, it's true. The media said it. Whereas if you go and look, there's been evidence after evidence after evidence. And it's, so it's just a matter of if, if you just it, accept what's being told to you. And the mainstream so, media and CNN got on there and said, we're not going to even show the hearings. The hearings where they're presenting evidence, right? They're not even showing because they don't want the narrative out there because they they okay, are not they reporters anymore. Yeah. They are they are propagandists. And Larry, I completely agree with you. Worst case scenario is that this goes to a, a second civil war. And I, you know, I pray to Lord Jesus above that that doesn't happen. Um, you know, we've a lot of us have seen what what countries look like when they're at war. And it's nothing I want for my beloved America. But um, I think there's a lot of steps that we can do before that. And before that, I think I would like to see 30 million Americans with firearms march on D.C. And literally, you know, in defiance of tyranny, 30 gun-toting Americans, 30 million gun-toting Americans showing up there and saying we're not going to do that. Yeah. It ends now, right? The Second Amendment wasn't there to hunt. The Second Amendment isn't there for self-defense. The Second Amendment there was written to to overthrow governments if need be, yeah. right? If tyranny should rise. And I'm not, I want it to be a peaceful protest, but I'm here saying that we need to go there. All this talking and nothing. Go there, 30 million strong, with our firearms and saying, listen, we're done. You need to fix this. We're not leaving until you fix it. Like staying there until they fix it. And the sad, the sad truth is that's a massive inconvenience for people. And it would be a massive inconvenience, but that the thing is, is that is the last step before violence. And I think more people would show up because they don't think that they would think it was a waste of time. Yeah. Right, we can all go there and walk around and chant and do it all that stuff. But if we're there in defiance and breaking the law, yeah, thirty million people there by having firearms in D.C. Mm-hmm. and going there in an organized fashion, and them knowing that if we wanted to, we could do whatever we wanted there. Thirty million people can't be stopped. And sorry, can't. No. You know. Um, so again, I, I think you get that many people there, carrying armed, doing what they're supposed to do. I. You know, do you think so? Obviously, that would take an, a, a huge amount of online chatter to set up an event like that. Do you think that that would be squashed? You know, that, that oh, it will be would squashed in a, and try yeah. to nip it at the butt as far as arresting the organizers for an act of tyranny or, or what have you to not allow it to even. Well, the thing is, it, w- it would require, I think, Trump to say, come to DC, which then. Trump is they can't stop him. To uh, what? To show up and protest? And break the law? Break a local law? Whatever. Try arresting 30 million people. They already don't prosecute BLM, Antifa, and all that for, for what they do. Yeah. I think 30 million people show up there, and, I mean, 30 million people, you could surround all of D.C. And do you think that the it's the 30 million people with firearms that's the key to that or it's got to be with firearms with firearms because that is sensational enough Mm -hmm. that people will have to cover it yes right and that would have the truckers shutting down everything coming in like starve out dc starve them out like block all freeways in 
block everything. This is a blue wave. Have everyone just shut everything down so that DC was a living hell. And we go in there to pass with those politicians bail. Oops, sorry, gotta go talk to my constituents back at home. <laughs> yeah, it really would be out. a show of force, Larry. It would be. Yeah, the, it, you know, and again. It's got to be a show of force, but it has to be peaceful. Yeah. And if they bailed on it, well, then they can bail on it. doesn't matter. Um, I think that um, it would still serve its purpose. Right. When Congress can't meet, right, because they're there. And when the House, you know, when the Senate, Congress, the House, you know, all I just I just think that that is the last our last step to say we're serious about this before people start getting hurt because I don't want people to get hurt. No, no. I don't want one person to get hurt. But I'm telling you, if this does goes the way it's going, and yeah, we don't stop big, it, this was a big step forward with the YouTube thing today. Like That's the, a my my big yeah, line in the sand that like. You know, we all need to deplatform and come off of Google, but Google doesn't care about America. America's 300 million people. They care about the billions in China, and they care about the rest of it. Well, I mean, all of the tech stuff is so intertwined. I mean, as you said, people make their living on Facebook. They make their living on YouTube, and they know it. It's the same way that people talk a big game about, yeah, I'm not going to buy China products anymore, but it's everywhere. It's nearly impossible to truly not by China, it's truly it's for all of these people whose day in day out livelihood is on this social media stuff. They know that they have us. So, and I mean, we're seeing people who are like, "I'm out," and they're gone for a couple of weeks, and then they're like, "I'm back." <laughs> you know? Well, and, and I mean, and we're we're part of that now. Like, yeah. why why are we maintaining a presence? Because this is where the audience is, and we're trying to pull them to me. We, mm-hmm. you know, I am not impressed with Parlor. I haven't figured out Parlor at all. It's not my gig, but MeWe is the closest thing to Facebook that I've seen. Yeah. Um, but the only reason why we're over here is because we have over 1,000 followers, followers here. Exactly. 6,000 followers in, and then we go over to MeWe and we have 500. Right. So I'm just saying it's, it's really, really hard to do that kind of kick back at the big tech and make a, you know, make a stand and everyone shut down their accounts on the same day kind of thing. It's when it comes down to the reality of it, people are having a really hard time severing those connections because it's their livelihood. Um, and it's reasonable to have a hard time. Doing well, it. that's, and that's they where they have us. And that's where we were failed by our government for not breaking these companies up sooner because yeah. it's, you know, it's impossible almost to resist them. Yeah. Like right now with malls closed and stores closed down, I mean, Amazon is often the only game in town for people who live rural, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we only have one grocery store that can deliver to us right now. Yeah. Who is it? Whole Foods, owned by Amazon. Yeah. I bet you they take a loss doing it, but they're doing it to get you dependent on them, yeah. which was the whole, like Jeff Bezos didn't make anything and lost money on all their products being sold online. And they made their money on hosting on web platform and hosting data and that carried them to get everyone addicted to Amazon and oh, out of the stores are, yeah. to shut down the stores. And then a virus happens. And now what happens? He's gone up $80 billion in, in value. And it's, you know, everyone else is going out of business, but not them. Not social media, which is the only social that people are having. If The thing that, that has killed me in the, in the YouTube thing that happened today was the, the you know, latest example is if you had told me growing up as a kid that I wouldn't be able to say something, 
I'm going to say no way. Yeah. If you had told me that the government would forbid me to go visit my family on Christmas yeah. or Thanksgiving, I would have said you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Americans are doing that. Yeah. Well, it's the it's the your family's doing it. In boiling water or turn up the water slowly, and they've they've done the slow boil with the country, and we're all just next step, next step, next step. Okay, you know, compliant. You know, I mean, it's crazy. How they have these people living in fear, shuttered in their house, mm-hmm. totally dependent on whatever they tell them. Mm-hmm. And and your only your best bet at educating yourself was, you know, was the citizen journalist on YouTube, on Facebook, and now they're slowly being, now they're rapidly being deplatformed. Yeah, not being slowly anymore. You know, so again, you know, if you haven't heard, uh, YouTube is taking down all content has no hope (laughs) yeah all content talking about an election being stolen over there um and it's you know it's already they already shut down steve bannon's in the middle of in the middle of his uh war room thing they they're shutting down everyone man something has to be done with the media and the big tech should be a felony report lies and say larry i think it should be more than that i you know i i don't you know the what needs to happen with big tech is big tech. Um, the government needs to step in and break them up, or a citizen does, and I'll just leave it at that. Um, the problem is, is they have so much money they own our government. Like, if you look at, I wonder how many people can be tied to Google and Facebook and all them. If, if you just look at. Super PAC donations and all that stuff. Yeah. It is treason, Larry. It is treason. They should be banned, broken up, fractured, taken apart. You know, whatever you have to do, but they should, the heads of this and the think tank behind this needs to go to prison. I, I even say if you've been involved in cheating in this election, I think capital punishment should be on the table. I think a mass, you know, um, capital punishment trial would be very appropriate to everyone. And I think that that's something we need to learn right now because our law, our, our laws have not kept up with technology. They're always about 20 years behind 20 years is being generous, Mm -hmm. right? Well, 20 years in tech years is like 200 years. Oh yeah. Right. Because I mean, just think about it. You get a a computer with the best chip and in six months it's outdated. That's how fast social, how fast technology works, and our laws are never going to be able to keep up with them. So they are committing high treason right now, and and we're never going to catch up with them this way, the way that we currently do things. Well, it's just the the they're becoming increasingly brazen with, you know, before probably was it under the surface and what can we get away with, and now it's just like yeah, we can get away with anything. We can get away with anything because they know they can steal the Georgia election, so they know they're about to have. Of control of everything. If they if this if if they if they win and they keep doing what they're doing and they suppress this and make it harder for everyone to do this, then they win ultimately. Of course. If they don't do this and truth gets out there and people are emboldened to act and they don't win Georgia and Trump stays in office, they're all screwed. Well, they know. I mean, and what are people willing to do when they see everything that they've built up? I mean, especially people who are willing to do bad things when that's all at the precipice of falling apart, they will do anything for that not to happen. So it's yeah. a very, very scary time. As you said, like the, the deep state can get their claws into anybody. And if they know that it's their necks on the line, if it doesn't, if they're not successful at stopping this push, um, 
Of course they're going to do. You know how many people will go to jail if this if if Trump proves his well, case? Exactly. That's what the that's why when these lawyers have come out and said, you know, not only will Trump, you know, stay in office, but uh, there will be massive amounts of people who will who will be going to jail. And it's like, I just those are some big name people that they're talking about overthrowing, and I the, the reality of it because of the power and the grip that those people have on all of our systems. That they can buy off anyone at any in any of the branches or any anything that they need to do, they can do it. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's just it's so big and it's so disgusting that it's like House of Cards on steroids times of growth hormone times a thousand, you know. And but the simplest thing is this: in order to fix this, it takes one group of people to decide they've had enough and either a large crowd, you know, or a group of people who decides we're not going to take it. And they push back like, that's the, the video like that video. awesome video that, <laughs> that, that sure, I sure. shared it on our channel. It's yeah. a twisted sister song. We're not going to take it, which was written against censorship in the eighties about the preachers who were telling them they couldn't, um, to not be able to do their songs and uh, to do heavy metal and all that. that That's the background on that, right? Interesting. You know? I mean, it's, as with any time you see a rally, these marches, anything where you see the mass of people who are truly on the same side and still fighting for good and still want this country to, to be what this country was built for, it gives you this hope. And it's like, how can that amount of people roll over on this you know it's that that we really could be powerful if if all of those people who are willing to come together for these rallies and these marches and everything they can't buy everyone individually yeah. that's why if it's a passion point and dave tell me if i fixed her mic i just dialed her mic up way so um, if that fixed it then she doesn't have to move closer to mic otherwise uh, whatever and larry you're right you can't trust um Congress anymore. It's going to have to be the people. But you can't buy everyone. Yeah. If it's a passion piece and a bunch of patriots stand up and they can't go after each individual one and do this or that or whatever, people will just go. And that's what getting people angry enough just to show is what the left has been doing with Antifa and BLM. Yeah. Yes. They've been manipulating them to where they would burn down buildings and cause riots and beat up white people. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what they did. Yeah. At wherever they wanted to, and and you're good to go now. Um, I drifted from my mic. Well, I turned your level okay. way up. Yeah. So, um, so the, the so so that's what we need to do. But we need to be controlled, and we need to not burn buildings down and not build up beat up people. We not need to go down there else and say, "This is the line." The yeah. This is the line. You don't cross this line. This is the line. Well, here we are. We're trying to tell you that we're not going to be pushed any further. Yeah. And this, and this, and after that, if they don't, then we separate as states. It's either that or you go to a civil war and I don't know how many people die. I don't know if our country ever recovers. I don't, I don't know what in the God's world happens with that. I don't even know how to do balkanization, balkanization yeah. of this, how to separate our country up and divide it up and how it all works. Like where does Texas get their water from if, if Denver <laughs> tells them no? Right. Yeah. Right. If they decide, you know what, uh, when, you know, where, where to, you know, how do we all get along? Like, how do we share the military? 
Right. How do yeah, Buddha, that's if, asset. If, yeah. right? How do we prevent California going full China? Right, We'd because be then incredibly vulnerable and weak for a good period of time. And yeah, who's gonna take advantage of that? Right, exactly. Right. So, you know, I mean, imagine nukes, Chinese nukes being on California when they're here in minutes. You can't win. Yeah. You can't win. They could detonate it in California. Well, I think that the power of the United States has been the solidarity of such a large mass of land and a large mass of people. And so if that starts to splinter in-house, um, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure what would kind of remain. We would be picked apart. Do yeah. So Dave, or? just, yeah, you want to read this? That's well, Dave, that's like a thousand words. We can't read that live on air right there. If you want to summarize that, uh, so a, a bill has been introduced that would repeal the state's castle doctrine, allowing a homeowner to use deadly force against an armed intruder who breaks into the home. I'm not saying that stealing is okay. I'm saying it doesn't warrant a death penalty. So basically, yeah, thieves. So they're thieves trying to get rid of things that make shot right. And well, and the castle doctrine it means you have to. Re- In most retreat. instances, the thief needs the money more than the homeowner does. The homeowner's insurance we will reimburse his losses. <laughs> Yeah, so now we can just, you know, enter in agreements with thieves. Listen, you come rob me, right? Or, hey, Dave, you know, I know somebody, I'm going to come rob you because I need the stuff, and then you just file a claim. Yeah. No, and the no, insurance no, companies, and then the insurance companies are sitting there all broke, out of business, and they're like, what's going on? Well, I mean, they're not covering the kind of riot, not doing riot coverage. Right, well, then, no wouldn't, then like we to wouldn't do, be able to, yeah. to do that, right? I mean, it's just ridiculous. Their That's lack crazy. of understanding is crazy. And the fact that some of these people are Christians show they have no biblical understanding whatsoever. Yeah. In fact, they think Jesus would be out there marching with BLM and socialists and communists, which has killed more people than anyone on the face of the planet. It's just astounding. Astounding. Yeah. So um, I'm just going to get down here. Good to go. That yeah, was that's all the same. Okay. So let's, the next topic we wanted to talk about was... <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, we're talking Where's about your guns. List? I, I know it's just it's kind of a hard segue from um, all of this whole election passion stuff. But, um, you know, we're still in the political vein and now talking about guns also. Um, so obviously the whole defund the police and um, the battle cries of the left that social workers should step into the void um, of police officers. And there was an article that got shared uh couple days ago last week um about um in washington i believe seattle um there was a social worker who was killed um and this it was being shared and kind of put out there as the poster child for the you know it was i um i did a screenshot of the title here of um it was basically imagine that a social worker doing a police yeah, officer's I just job to, got killed on the killed doing well, their so, job, and so that's just not the reality to, so, of so it. So Seattle social worker stabbed to death by her client as city pushes to replace police with social workers, and people were sharing this. I think without reading the article, um, and that's I have a big beef with people who doing that because um, if you don't read the context. We all know that headlines are incredibly misleading. They're designed to be misleading. And um, and then, but if, if for the people who actually read the content, you completely undermine your own argument when you share stuff that doesn't reinforce what you're trying to articulate. Uh, and 
as far as I understand the situation, there could have been a movement to increase the amount of police in that area, and she still could have been killed. It had nothing to do with her doing her job in place of a police officer. She didn't go you, answer a call. Can you do the audience a favor and frame what happened? Yeah, so, uh, so she was in her office, and a, a mentally unstable individual came to her office and attacked her in her office and stabbed her to death. And it was saying she, um, they, so this guy had a mental health problem and possibly believed that the social worker was involved in a plan to have him evicted from the, the building where he'd lived for eight years. So tragic, but she was not called to a situation in place of a police officer. She did not accompany a situation with a police officer like what's been advocated right. as part of this defunding. Um, and that's not why she was killed. So I don't see, in my opinion, as far as what I understand from this, it does not seem like the best case for us to to stand on and say, see, this movement to defund the police is killing people already. Um, well, it how, has how killed how people under- in other ways, but you're right. Uh, social workers, you're, you're and right. Like everyone was saying, see, it was just a matter of time. You know, it's all, it's falling apart already. What a stupid yeah. policy. I don't, what, from what I see with the situation, I do not believe that this is what we should hang our hat on and say defunding the police and replacing with social workers is a terrible idea. It is. It's a terrible idea. This is not a situation that represents that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you, and I think we have to be very careful about that. And we've all been guilty of sharing things that we probably should have done a little more homework on. Um, yeah, Dave, the, this per- crazy person says the thief carries a gun for self-protection from the homeowner. That's like saying the rapist you know, carries a gun to protect himself from his victim. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's absolutely she insane. She might fight back. <laughs> she might fight back. She may have a firearm, yeah. and I might have to kill her because her body is now is my my right. I needed that sex. It had been a long time, you yeah. know, that type of whatever. I mean, it's just ridiculous, man. It's There is, you know, and again, I think we have to be really careful. Liberals are dead. They're gone. They don't exist anymore. If they exist, they're Republicans. Mm-hmm. All right, so don't ever call them liberals anymore. Call them corporatists, because that's literally what they are. They are communist corporatists, and it's uh, a scary, scary time. Um, so the next, the, and then the next thing you wanted to talk about? Uh, Santa. Yeah. <laughs> Another speaking of gun thing. Santa's a corporatist, too. Yeah. Um, y'all be careful about who you're inviting down your chimney this year. Uh, if you haven't seen in, in Illinois, there was a poor little four-year-old boy who went to the mall and uh, asked Santa for a Nerf gun this year. And Santa said, no. He said, I cannot do that. I cannot give you a gun. And the mom was like, oh, it's just a Nerf gun. And uh, Santa said, no, I, will, I, can, I can bring you other things, but I will not give you a gun. And this poor four-year-old was in tears. But just for the Santa's now... Um, Puts his political opinion. He's anti-toy. He can choose which toy you have. (laughs) So all those songs that are that have been traditional Christmas songs for I don't know the past fifty or hundred years that mention that mention you know a pistol that shoots and you know you're gonna shoot your eye out, kid. Christmas story and everything else. That's all nothing. Santa is now. A diehard leftist. Your kid's and wish your list kid, is going to yeah. be censored. It's going to be a doll. Everyone gets a doll now yeah. because we want men not to be men. We don't want boys to grow up to be men. We want them all to be these They're mush. Be asexual dolls. Yeah, asexual doll. 
Disgusting. So um, it's just interesting, kind of all of the, all of these little examples of what's going on in society right now. It's that just the end of days must be coming because I can't. Just, like if we're looking at the end of the empire, the end of the American empire right now, I I can't see how we're not if we don't turn this around. Like yeah. where up is down, you know. It's really hard. I mean, before you could kind of see, okay, well, maybe it'll be dialed back here. And okay, missed that opportunity, but maybe this one. And now it's just like, where do you go? Where do you go from here? Well, you know, Texas, Tennessee, you know, uh, deep red states are the only place you can go. Find but even then, you're still in this country that's being influenced. For now, by these, I mean, like, I would just—I don't think it can stay this way. I think that the red states will pull away. Well, I that's what I'm saying. That's that's the kind of where do you go? Where do you go without this being like holy smokes, drastic level stuff? I think we're already there. Yeah. There is no compromise anymore. Either you believe a four-year-old can can decide what sex they are, or you don't. Mm-hmm. Either you're for murdering babies even after they're born, or you're not. Yeah. Either you're for being able to own a firearm and protect yourself, or you're not. And there's no compromise in the middle anymore. There's none. The the media has driven us all into our corners to the to to that there is no more compromise. Mm-hmm. And so therefore the country needs a divorce. Yeah. It's gonna be a messy divorce. <laughs> it, it is gonna be a messy divorce, and I don't know how we survive the divorce. Yeah. But you know, all divorces are painful. And hopefully, you know, we can come to a way where we don't both die in the middle of it. Is co-parenting required? Yeah. <laughs> Are there kids in this divorce? <laughs> unfortunately, it's the military. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Military and, uh, and the rest. So there are talks at Texas, only state that has done it before. David, you, your state can't do it alone. I mean, I love Texas, and I know you're a proud Texan. I'm glad you guys filed the lawsuit you live in a, in the middle of the Mars, bro. You don't. You're not a self sufficient state. Where's your water going to come from in Texas? You have to take a whole can bunch go, more. Can go get, get it from Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Good luck getting it from Mexico. <laughs> you know, and I, say, there's a wall. You can't come in. <laughs> and they're not the only state that's done it before. The entire South did it before. It's going to have to be something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why if you you missed the beginning of the program, Dave, where. I was saying that the states that latched on to Texas's lawsuit will be the ones that will probably try to secede if this goes its own way. But it's going, again, um, it's not, I don't think a civil war like that would be north versus south. Like, mm-hmm. we don't have that in us anymore. It'll be, I think it'll be a way more peaceful thing, but it will have economic Complications. So this, beyond, at least well, seven states might join Texas's lawsuit: Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, and South Dakota. No Tennessee. Not as it stands. No West so Virginia. So just just an interesting. I mean, some of those are connected, but not all. So that that Florida, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Alabama, South South Carolina, little stretch. So Alabama. And Alabama. Yeah. So yeah. basically, the far south. Well, we just did that video on where to move. Add those if you want to go live in Alabama. If you want to live in a million degrees. <laughs> I mean, we're, you know, because of Lauren's uh, fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia, we actually put Texas back on the table. Well, we know we were talking about South Carolina, too. And they're on the list. 
<laughs> we're both of opinion. We love Texas. We love people in Texas. <laughs> but it's the damn ugliest place I've ever seen. It's the like the backs. It looks like, <laughs> I mean, it's desert and floods and tornadoes and South Carolina is still pretty. And, it's just a little and, warmer. He was trying to escape the warmer. I'm okay with that. That's why. Uh, that, the one nice place in all of Texas is Austin, which I guess is where all the liberals live. Yeah. So the rest of it is like terrible. Well, we'll see. And you guys went like, you're only in the 50s for as far as conservatives that went for Trump this year. So like, I don't, like your Texas, as far as being able to do that, I don't think your population is going to back that. I think it's going to require. All those people from California are going to say, wait, what? Yeah, all those people <laughs> who move from California and all those businesses. The problem that we're going to see with a Texit or whatever going on um, is that blue areas control 70% of the economy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 70% of the economy. I mean, yeah. I when that map came out and I saw that, it was all blue. And the problem is, is all the red was all the poor, yeah. you know, it's farmers, it's all that other stuff. And it's, and that's going to be, I mean, the, again, just talking about the logistics, which mind blowing to think about again, it's the red feeds the blue. Right. I you mean, know, as far as what we, you they, like the red, they need all, all the red, yeah, they need the energy, they need the food, they need the. They can, you know, so again, maybe it'll work out in the so, end. So, I mean, it would be a major simplification of life to be in the red as far as, okay, we go back to the farming and the kind of the small communities and things like that. But that group of people has more of the ability to survive the day to day than the people who, yes, make the big money and power, the big stuff, but they can't make it through the day to day without the, the red. Yeah, part. I don't know. So, I, don't, I mean, that's a whole, whole other thing. Do you want to get into Eric Swalwell and his China sex We're scandal? We're up on time, but um, ooh-la-la drama. Yeah. So <laughs> have you ever seen the walking toilet Eric Swalwell before? Uh, he's out of California. He's a blonde guy, and he's one of the people who wanted to run for president. He's one of those pretty white faces off. who's always on the news being interviewed. Yeah. And he, I think he was literally the first to drop on in the presidential race because he's so And this unlikable. was the 2015, 16 run that he was. No, no, this was, well, he ran this time and dropped out. Okay. Right. But he was influenced. So it turns out that he was hooked up with Fang Fang. Fang Fang. Fang who changed her name to Christina Fang, was a Chinese spy that had knocked boots with at least two governors. Mayors, was, I think it's Two mayors. Uh, in the Midwest, uh, to curry favor, and was and really cemented herself in the the Bay Area, yeah. the San Francisco Bay Area politics, hot commodity. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, he has not denied that he had a sexual relationship with her. She came in as a college thing. Imagine that, like the Confucius Institutes and the rest. But basically, got him elected with Chinese money is what it's turning out to be. Mm-hmm. So the guy who's been calling Trump Russia, 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 uh, you know, working for the Russian government, turns out that he's a Chinese agent. Well, and so, yeah, this is exposed a pretty significant infiltration of Chinese influence, surprise, in the Democratic Party. Diane Weinstein had a Chinese spy for 20 years driving her around. Um, yeah, um, that's another thing that's come out as far as her high-up assistant was a spy. Um, they're wondering how much Pelosi knew about this because of um, 
Falwell's position on one of her like special councils or something. He's um, in the intelligence gets, committee, so yeah, he's got so, access to all of our deepest secrets. And, and he was briefed he, by the FBI. Yeah. I mean, so there's a whole thing. It's it's all kind of coming out right now, unraveling. We'll um, see what comes of it. Probably nothing. Um, but just it's as always the look at who's pointing fingers and then turn it around, point at yourself kind of thing is what they blame others is usually what they're doing themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this live event. Um, it's good to connect with you guys and chat with you here a little bit. Um, I just, we'd say find this video on YouTube, but probably not. <laughs> yeah. We're going to try to post it. We'll see. We're so small. We'll probably get banned in six months or something, but we'll give it a shot. But Hey, that's all we got for you guys. You guys have a good one. Patriot Crusader Mission. Thank you for listening to Patriot Crusader Mission, where Christian warriors are forged. Sponsored by Patriot Crusader Mission Patreon page. Join us and become the Christian warrior you are called to be. Thank you for standing shoulder to shoulder with us in today's spiritual vanguard on Christian Warrior Talk. Presented by Christian Warrior Mission. As we've united in prayer, let's hold fast to the truth in Nehemiah 4.14. Do not be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, who is great and awesome, and fight for your brothers, your sons, your daughters, your wives, and your homes. Until next time, let's keep a humble and grateful heart, deliberately pursue our relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and equip ourselves with the full armor of God. You're not walking this path alone. Lock shields with us, and together we will hold the line. May God bless you all.